Vesechta Beya Daf Lamed Vav Amadalev, page 36, side 8. The Gemara is now questioning uh, with regards to a Mishnah uh, in, in Shabbos over there whether Anyantav it applies just like a Shabbos. Hosom Tanan, we learned over there in the continuation of Mishnah that you can. Uh, in the Mishnah, where it talks about you can move four or five uh, kupas, but it says Abel but you can't uh, undo a whole storage. Shmuel says, "What does it mean the Mishnah What does it mean that you cannot move the whole storage? It means that you cannot complete the entire storage. That although they allowed him to move four or five uh, buckets, this is only in a case where there is many more kupas left over there. So once he moves the four or five, there are still." many left, but if these are the only ones that are left, then you're not allowed to move them and to empty out the whole storage because Dilma Osila is because you might come by revealing now the floor, by removing all those kupas, you're going to see that there is a hole in there and you're going to come to straightening out, which would be prohibited because of Bainah, because you're building. So the question is, the Gemara wants to know, what is the halacha with our Mishnah? Is it permissible to uh, throw all the fruits down through the Aruba, and then they reveal the, guy, the roof will be revealed? Or maybe over here too, we worry about straightening out the holes, and he should leave some there. The Gemara explains, Hosom b'Shabbos, Hosom hu b'Shabbos the Osur, over there by Shabbos it's Osur. Maybe, reason of Shabbos from the Chomer, because the uh, prohibition of Shabbos is a very serious one, and that's why the Chacham were worried that you might come to straighten out the holes. Avol Yom Tev but Yom Tev, which is lighter, Shapir Domi, over there it's okay, maybe the Chacham weren't worried, and you're allowed to put down all the fruit. There is another Svar the other way around, that actually we have to be more stringent by Yom Tev, because Hosom Dikabitl Beis HaMedresh, over there, where the reason that he's doing it is because he's going to be wasting time with the Beis HaMedrash. And Amret Loi, and still you say you can't do it. But in our case, you just want to do it to save the fruit, but there's no reason to uh, not waste time. For sure it's awesome. The Gemara further wants to know, what's the din in our Mishnah? In our Mishnah we learned... That mashilim peda is that a charuba that you're allowed to put the fruit through the window beyond the Omer Nachman Rab Nachman says leshonu that this that you can to put out the fruit is only on that roof in which the opening that door the sky door to the to the window is 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 on that roof that the fruits are there Ava magag legag but to move the fruit from one roof to another roof that has an Aruba, and to throw them down from there, loy, that they didn't permit, we also learned, so nabrai se'en metaltalin, megag legag, that you're not allowed to move fruits from one roof, fruits that are on the roof, you can't carry them from one roof to the other roof, afiluk shegag iseim, shavim, even if their houses, the roofs are equal, the same height, and you don't have to trouble yourself to pick them up or to lower them down. So the question is, Hosamai, what would be the din legabe Shabbos? Do we say with regards to Shabbos? Kolshkein Shabbos the Chamida, maybe Shabbos for sure, it's more serious, also a Dilma. 
Maybe we're going to say, Oh, Chuda Osur Mishum Yom Tev Dekil. Because Yom Tev, it's a light Isur Vosil, is also Liba. If you're going to make people come to make it cheap, Avos, Shabbos the Chamido. But Shabbos, which is serious, Losil, is also Liba, Shapir Domin. People are not going to come to cheapen it, then it's okay. And you're allowed to carry even from roof to roof. I deal more, we're going to say the other way around. Since even in this case where there's a loss of fruit and still Amrit law, you said no, that you can't move it. In that case where there is no loss of fruit, of course you shouldn't be allowed allowed to move it from one roof to the other roof. Further question, over here we learned in the Braise with regards to putting down the fruit on Yontes, that if there is no direct window uh, from the roof in the floor of the roof, but you have to pick up the fruit and to lower them down through a window um, in the uh, in the in the roof, um, so you're not allowed to do that. That's going to be too much to lift them up and put them down through the window. You can't do that. And also, you should not bring him down if you have to go down by ladders through steps. So, what's the din with regards to Shabbos? With regards to removing those kupas, are you permitted to lower them down to be mishalsh never through the window? And the question is, because there is no but on Shabbos where there is wasting the time of learning so in order to prevent from that Shabbos you're allowed to do so or maybe the other way, over here, even though notwithstanding there is a loss of fruit, and still that you're not allowed to lower them through the windows, like I've said, the pedis the kolshkin. So over there where there is no loss of fruits, of course you're not allowed to lower it down through the windows. And where it says Teku, all these questions remain in a suffix that have not been resolved. Further, we learn to the mission of you can cover the fruits. The Gemara figure if uh, wants to know. Even bricks that are organized for a building, that there is space in between them because they're not connected with mortar. You're allowed to cover them up in order so that they don't dissolve from the rain, although you're not allowed to carry them. Rabbi Yitzchak says, only pay the saruin, only fruit that are fit for be eaten, and you they you can carry them themselves. Then you can carry. A cover to cover them up. This goes according to the Yitzchok. Goes according to his reasoning, according to his view that he sells elsewhere. Rabbi Yitzchok and clean nittle. He says on Shabbos you cannot move a keli only to for the purpose of something which can be carried in Shabbos, but something which is mukta you're not allowed to have a keli for that mukta. So let's see, look, look at the we learned in the Mishnah, Machasin Zapetis Bekeli. So since the Mishnah says specifically that you can cover the Pedis with the Kelim, so it's understood, therefore, Pedis in Avira Delivin Eloi, that it's only permitted to use for fruit which are movable, which are multiple, but to protect the ear, the spaces that is in between the bricks, we didn't permit it, like Rabbi Yitzchak said. The Gemara says, no, who I didn't really, I will tell you. The Mishnah would also allow, you can even cover, you can also cover that. 
So why does it specifically say fruit? Why did the Tanirei Mashilim pay the sins in the beginning of the Mishnah? We talk about lowering fruit, putting down the fruit through the Ruba, which that is only applicable to some because you're moving the objects itself, so you can only move the fruit. That's why in the Sefer he also uses, continues the example of fruit that you cover the fruit. But really, in truth, we don't need only only fruit, but even davash it'll even for bricks, you can also cover them. Additional proof to Rabbi Yitzchok Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, that you're allowed to cover bad jugs of wine and jugs of oil, and the Tana did not mention objects that are mukta. So it's appears, it seems, that it's only for something which is permissible that you're allowed to cover, but if it's mukta, you're not allowed to. The Gemara says, we're talking about bitivla, we're talking about wine and oil that are tevil, and they're not they're not fit for anything, and there are mukta, and therefore it's still, the Mishnah says, you can cover them. The Gemara brings a proof, it also makes sense that it's talking about tevil, the for if it enters your mind that the Mishnah is talking about jugs of wine and oil which are permissible, they're not tevil, so it already says in the first part, fruit. So the Tan already learned the din of Paris, why does he have to repeat the same halacha again with wine and oil? So we have to say that he's coming to teach us that wine and oil that are mukta, that even for that is permissible to move the other kalim, you can use move kalim in order to cover them up. And the Lord says, no, it's not approved, because Kad the he needed to say an example of the jugs of wine of oil, uh, because salka daitachamina, because it would enter my mind to say that lefsed meruba chashushu lefsed muet lechashu. That maybe if the Mishnah just said peiros, so you would say that peiros, which are us, lefsed meruba. If the the water, the rain is going to go on them, they're going to totally rot. So chashu, the tachamim were allowed to cover it, but lefsed muet. But if we're talking about this jug of wine and oil. So that they should not ruin because of the rain. That's not going to do what's going to happen over there. They're not going to rot because of the rain. And uh, later on, at night time, he's going to move them. So maybe the Chomim did not uh, care to allow for you, a Tircha, to trouble yourself when it's not necessary. That's why he's coming to teach you that also in this case is permissible. Tanat. Where it brings it out from our Mishnah, it says, that you can put a vessel underneath the uh, running water that's leaking water on Shabbos or under the gutter on Shabbos, although the gutter is not fit for use and it's Muktzah. So we see that you can move a keli even for Muktzah. Just like Ula said, the Gemara says, no. Talking about Badalaf it's talking about the gutter, the water that's running, there is clear water, and you can drink them, and they're not moktzah. So the one brings another proof, Toshma. It says, That you can put, spread out, spread out this mat over the bricks on Shabbos, so that they don't ruin because of the rain. So we see that you can carry something for the purpose of bricks, which is a moktzah. What it says is talking about the Ayusur Mibinyone. These are talking bricks that have been left over after the building has been completed and they're no longer standing for the building. The Chazalim is Yalayu and they're used to lean on them and they're not Moksa. 
Toshma another writing. Person machzel zagabavonim. You can place this mat over the stones that are destined for the building b'shabes and shabbos, so that the rain doesn't um, uh, get them wet, and then he's not going to be able to put the mortar on them. So that proves for Ula. The Gemara says, no, it's talking about vonim mekruzolis, talking about stones that have a sharp edge. The chazin say they are fit to use in the bathroom as kinuach, and they are been permitted because of honor of the people covered abris, and it's therefore obvious that you permitted to carry something else for their needs also. Additional provision: You can pour, pour, spread out this mat over a beehive on Shabbos. During the summer, you can use that to cover for them so that the sun doesn't hit the on the rain season to protect them from the rain. But the condition is you should not have in mind to trap the bees in there because that's Amalach. So we see that you're allowed to move this machzalas, this mat, for the purpose of the bees which are Balachim and Mukta. So like there too, he's not moving the machzalas only for the bees, but he's talking about the Kadvash. There is honey in the Kaveras, which is not Mukta. Oh, Marley, Ravukim, Meshun, Ravashi, Ravukim, Meshun, Ravashi, Hotel, Mesacham, Dikadvash. So that makes sense that when he uses the Machatzelis on the beehives during the summer months in which there is honey, but the Mesach Shomim, but in the rain season, Michael and May, but the rain season, there's no honey over there. So it has to be the reason they permitted the Braisa. Uh, during the rain season, so to protect them from the rain, it's talking about protecting the bees from the rain, not the honey. This is necessary. The one says no for those two uh, combs because they leave in the combs in the caveras after uh, you've removed and uh, you, you've taken out the honey and you leave that for the feed of the bees during the winter months. And because of these two uh, combs, they permitted to spread out the machatzelas. But those two are also mukta. Because they're set aside to for their muktzah for the eating of the bees, so you can still prove that you're allowed to move the machatzelas for muktzah because you're moving it for the for the cones which are muktzah. We're dealing with a case that he thought upon them from before Shabbos that he's going to use them for a person and they're no longer muktzah. So what would be the din if he hadn't thought to use them? My what would be the din? Also, then it will be also. So then, ah, the tani, So why does the Tana teach us that when would it be permissible? That only if he has in mind not to uh, capture it. Listen to the day. He could have made the distinction even when he's not intending to uh, to to trap. And we would be dealing with the book of the house itself. And he could have said, When are you allowed to take the machatzelas and put it over on the beehive? That is in the case in where you thought about these two combs that you're going to eat them. So there's no use But if you did not think of using them for eating, then it's also. And why do you say that? So it seems like that it's not. 
that wouldn't be the distinction that is, in, in all cases it would be uh, permissible, even for Mukta. This is the intent of the Tana to say that even though he thought on them and there is no Isra Mukta, there is still no right to go ahead and spread out the Machatzeles because of the prohibition of capturing. And that's why it says, that in the intention is not to intention to trap. He coming to teach us that even though that there is no prohibition because of muktza, there is still a prohibition of 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 of, of capturing. It's an issue of tzeda. How did you interpret according to which tana did you interpret the brayse? It must be you interpret the brayse according to Rabbi Yehuda, the islay according to Rabbi Yehuda. The Islam Mukta holds of Mukta, he doesn't allow you to carry Mukta. And that's why you say that that you know those two chalas which are food. Because according to the Shima, you don't have to say that because he permits you to carry even the Mukta itself. So certainly you can carry the something else for the Mukta. So then what is Amos safe? So how are you gonna answer this end of the Brahis? So there's a bachelor is Kavan Lotsud. On the condition that he shouldn't intend to trap, that's only a permission of Dovid Shein Reskaven, as saw in the Rabbi Shimon. That only goes according to the view of Shimon, Domar, Dovid Shein Reskaven Mutter, because he holds if you're not intending, it's permissible. But according to the view, there will be Oster, even if you're not Reskaven. So, therefore, the Reisha comes out as like Rabbi Yudin, and say for Rabbi Shimon. The most of it is Is it then possible to say? The Rabbi Shimon, that it goes going to Rabbi Shimon, because even the Rabbi Shimon doesn't fit, because the Bayer both say that my Rabbi Shimon, that the Rabbi Shimon will agree, even if he holds that in Miskaven is is motor, but if it's Bipsikresh of Yamus, if it's in a situation where you cut off the head and it won't die, which means that if something which has to happen, uh, it'll also be Osir. So when you're spreading out the machatzelas over the kaveres, over the beehive, so what does it help that you're not intending to capture the bees, but since the capturing is done certainly, it's also. So either way, how could it go according to Rabbi Shimon? And the Gemara says, It all goes according to Rabbi Yehuda that it's also muktzah. And with regards to the prohibition of capturing, it's on the Izbe Kaveh. Talking about that, there is windows in the uh, beehive, and the bees can go that way, even though the machatzelis covers the entrance, the top of the kaveris. But from the side, they can go out, so they're not captured. And you don't say, according to the view of Rabbi Yehuda, you don't say in the Brai said that he doesn't have intent to 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 capture because according to Rabbi Yehuda, it has nothing to do with his kavona. But it has to do just with say that if they're if they're trapped or not trapped. Uh.